Hello, I'm Leonard Nimoy. Hello, good evening and welcome to Wolfmania the podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tim. It's been uh, a difficult couple of weeks to be a whimsical West London comedy podcast, dear listeners. Uh, But Tim and I promised at the start of this thing that fun was back. And that's exactly where it's going to stay. Uh, in this nineteenth episode of our Encyclopedia of Everything, boom, we've come of age. Yeah, sort of. It might actually be our eighteenth. I haven't really been counting, but it seems a lot. I know, but you've got to leave them begging for more, not begging for mercy. That's exactly right. If that even makes sense in the context of what you just said. It's it hot. sounded like there should have been a crackle of lightning behind you when you said it. Yeah. It's some kind of Slayer album as, as opposed title. It's just a bead of sweat rolling, oh. rolling down my forehead. It is hot, listeners. Jam hot. Ooh, tiger. It really is. It's, uh, uh, we are on the clock today because it is a uh, Saturday afternoon and um, it is the hottest day of the year. And frankly... Uh, this is good. this this show could melt. It's like lava. It is like lava. It's uh, yeah, which is uh, not one of the L's that we're going to be talking about today in our encyclopedia of everything. Certainly isn't. What have we got on the show today, Andrew? Uh, today on the show, I think we're going to be talking a little bit about legends. Legends. Total ledges. Total ledges. I was thinking more uh, in the. Helen of Troy, Robin of Sherwood. Oh, okay. Less in the boat shoe, rugby shirt type of match. Yeah, I'm thinking Arthur in Avalon, Bully for England, that sort of thing. Okay, okay. Uh, in fact, we'll be talking about one ultimate ledge. Uh, that just doesn't sound right <laughs> saying that. Uh, <laughs> in, in, we'll be talking about Luther of Eversham. Oh, interesting. A little bit later. Looking forward to learning all about him. And uh, also, another legend we'll be touching on today, we'll be talking about the Loch Ness Monster. Legend or truth? Well... uh, Maybe we'll be getting a little closer to that. Exactly. I have been uh, up in Scotland investigating that very question. I bet it wasn't as hot there as it is. It was not hot at all. It was quite nice and temperate. Uh, It was absolutely freezing. Perfect. It was was perfect. Uh, In fact, I was wearing my... West Midlands hat that I bought from the Wolfmania shop www.wolfmania.org slash shop it's a good hat good hats perfect for uh, for keeping you warm whereas today in this boiling heat all I'm wearing is uh, a couple of uh, handily placed Wolfmania stickers uh, which uh, are free with any order I don't know why you put them on your eyes though (laughs) they're things that you shouldn't should just shouldn't see just shouldn't see also this week uh, we will be unveiling a uh, a new legend. Oh, we've uh, I've uh, uh, done a bit of business, uh, and uh, we've got a we've got a, a new show that I've imported from Scandinavia. Oh, interesting, interesting. It, it being a Saturday evening, I yes. thought uh, we might uh, dip our toes in the dark, murky wall. Wall, dark, murky wall. 
Oh, my batteries have gone. Uh, the dark, murky waters of Scandinavian crime noir. Excellent, excellent. I've, uh, I do have a, a vacancy in my viewing schedule for uh, for a bit of Scandi noir at the moment. Yeah. We will be uh, playing you the uh, the very first episode of uh, the uh, uh, the new uh, Swedish crime drama Lagerbeck later on, and that is uh, tell you something you do not want to miss. Well, certainly, yeah, yeah. Stick to the stick to the end of this one, listeners. Cause, yeah. Uh, Stick around. There's some gold there. Absolutely right. And it's, 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 it seems a while. It seems a while since we've done this, Tim. Well, uh, yeah. As, as I came up the stairs, I passed by uh, the, the Robo Tim. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> clearly, you was too creepy to have stored actually in the uh, in the studio. Left it out in the corridor. He, he did a he did a good job, but there was something just slightly unsettling. Yeah, he, he just didn't blink. He, twi- he twitched a little as I walked past. Mumbled something about. Uh, Boca Juniors under his breath, <laughs> and uh, yeah, even better than the real thing, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> or was it though? Not not in this heat. He was uh, he was frying. He, he was he was wobbling a little bit, <laughs> complaining about something about people doing outdoor sports. Yeah, yeah, the obstacle race function. You need to uh, yeah. <laughs> switch yeah. that off. He did not seem to be happy about the other robots who go out and do 10k fun runs and ask you to uh, no. raise money. You never catch him throwing some paint in the air. <laughs> oh, no. Having a great time, will you? Yeah, he was no tough mudder. He was absolutely not. But good to know you've got him in reserve. Yeah, he's uh, he's always it. Maybe we'll, I'd love to pop uh, pop them in. Maybe have uh, the two of you in the, in the same place at the same time, <laughs> head to head. Yeah, Tim two, T two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stick around for another fourteen episodes, listeners. Get excited <laughs> about the T two episode when we do a really timely pastiche of the Arnold Schwarzenegger nineteen ninety classic movie Terminator two. Yeah, gonna be good. Well, what have you been up to, Tim? Uh, I, I took a little trip down to the down to the sunny southwest, yeah. where, we're, uh, where, where, where we crossed paths. Yep. briefly in a in a jacuzzi. Yeah, I do all my business deals <laughs> in a jacuzzi, <laughs> which was uh, which was fun. It was nice to be back in the homeland a little bit, but I'm now back back again, and uh, yeah, just just getting stuck into summer basically. <laughs> really, just, yeah. just, just just I can tell. I love I that love. grimace on your face. <laughs> just. <laughs> I love it when the uh, when the mercury rises, <laughs> uh, when the calippos are melting. <laughs> Tim's yeah. never happier. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, just, just having a great summery time. Yeah, uh, barbecues and shorts and the like. And well, it is lovely to have you uh, have you back on uh, on board the Internet Space Station, uh, yep, Tim. It's, uh, it's, it's been uh, L for lonely. Oh, with, without you, is that a tear rolling down your cheek? It's not. No, it's it? just sweat. <laughs> it's just sweat. just a bead of sweat. That's <laughs> how hard we're working for you today, listeners. Um, thinking of think, thinking of hard work. I uh, don't know if you've been uh, listening to the uh, popular new uh, Wolfmania podcast, uh, K Town. I have caught up with a couple of episodes. Yes. Episodes of K Town, Tim. Yeah. Uh, There's uh, a, a moment in the in the uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Astonishing last episode. Uh, seminal, seminal, uh, just groundbreaking, evocative, just tear-inducing, lo-fi, <laughs> slightly windy-sounding. <laughs> uh, second episode of K Town, uh, where uh, uh, our, our K Town heroes go on a, a heritage rock trail. Yes, and uh, I've I've been doing a bit of that myself here in London. Oh. 
the Heritage Rock Trail doesn't stop in Kidderminster just because they've put a bench there because Howard Jones once had a sandwich. <laughs> once looked at it. <laughs> once, once looked at it. <laughs> and no, it, it, it continues. It's here, it's here live in London. Howard Jones' mate. <laughs> what, Jeb? <laughs> a bit of a tangent, but I was unaware of... You, oh, you've never seen him break, uh, throwing off watched, his mental chain. And I watched the video together <laughs> on something. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeb. And it, they were in Jeb the, Hoyle. Jeb Hoyle <laughs> in Holborn Tube Station in 1983. Why on earth do I still know that? <laughs> I could speak several languages if I could just clear down some of that information <laughs> that, is just, that comes so naturally. Yeah, Jeb Hoyle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the, the slot in your brain where Jeb Hoyle, where Jeb Hoyle. Jeb Hoyle was named springs so, yeah. so so readily that could be occupied by how to sort of, you know, <laughs> perform some sort of surgery in Portuguese oh. or something. You know, it would be perfect, that no. little space there. Sadly not. Jeb's no. still in there throwing off his mental chains. Yeah, quite creepy. Probably sat next to Howard Jones on that bench in Kidderminster. Uh, probably had a meal deal, I'd imagine, so he probably gives <laughs> gives Jeb the crisps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what drink do you want, Jeb? He's miming it. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Cloudy lemonade? Cloudy lemonade? What? <laughs> do you just want... You, no, you can't have the, the can of Coke, but you can have the, you can have the bottle of it. Boot, what you say? Brand. You don't want a whole bottle. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to get what the most expensive thing is that you can get for it, which I think is uh, that purple innocent fruit drink. <laughs> is that you're happy with that? Just nod, just nod for yes. Oh, yeah. That's why the bench is there. That's why the bench is there. <clears throat> just. Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry. Hay fever on top of the. Uh... On top of the sweat, Tim. Oh, dear. Oh. This is going to be a, a fluid-filled episode. <laughs> <laughs> sweat, snot. But he... Uh, well, not some Nelly albums. <laughs> sweat and snot. Sweat and snot. <laughs> I like to make you sweat and snot. <laughs> no, no, it's not a passable oh. Nelly impression. No, it's not. No. It really isn't. <laughs> talks, talks in a deep voice, a bit like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a bit of the country grammar. That's yeah. I quite like the country grammar. That's... Country grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should talk like. <laughs> right, another another slice of cake. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will have another slice of cake. Yeah. No, you know, there's no choice involved. <laughs> <laughs> That's the follow-up album to Country Grammar. <laughs> another slice of cake. <laughs> By country grandma. Country grandma. Country granny. The, the heritage rock t- uh, trail, Tim. <laughs> Yes, yes, Heritage Rock Trail does not stop in Kidderminster. I've been, uh, I've been out. Uh, if we're looking for L's, I've been out live in London. Wow! Uh, the okay. last couple of weeks, I've been to a couple of um, slightly two very different Heritage Rock shows. Um, I do also like the new music, listeners. But you know, if uh, if you haven't heard it before, it's all new, yeah. isn't it? And uh, yeah, the, the last couple of weeks, I went to see uh, Buffalo Tom. Oh, very nice. Nineteen nineties. Grunge, the legends, hardly legends. They were, they were a relatively big. They were a, they were a, a bigish act, and uh, they were t- doing one of those nostalgia album shows uh, where they were playing their. Let me come over. Yeah, exactly. Sister had that. I've previously claimed that it is one of my top ten favourite albums of all time. Tail lights fade. Tail lights fade, indeed. Yeah. These days, though, a little bit more like uh, Let Me Comb Over. 
<laughs> if you will. We'll, we'll get to that, though. I saw uh, Buffalo Tom yeah. and uh, the other Heritage Rock act I saw this week. I saw Kiss. Wow. I went to see Kiss, Tim. And, uh, yeah, two, two very different shows. The Buffalo Tom show. I mean, the guys must be 40 or 50-something now. Not strictly, uh, not strictly sure, but um, they, they look, they looked pretty square. I'm fairly sure that the singer these days works in real estate, and I don't mean the young people's band real estate. <laughs> I think he actually works in real estate. Okay, certainly looks like he does. It looks like somebody who works in real estate who likes Bruce Springsteen, and unfortunately, honks like a goose. Has <laughs> <laughs> he lost the lungs? Has he? Yeah. It, he's got the he's got the volume. Yeah, and he knew roughly where he was headed with it which was up and out yeah. in this sort of big hooty. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure I'd ever listened really closely to the lyrics of one of my all-time favourite albums, Let Me Come Over, before. Oh, they rhyme a lot. Do they? Sky high try. Oh, There's a lot of that. All of, all of them emphasised with a brilliant fist punch and a... So, he was clearly enjoying his European holiday, though. They seem to be having a really nice time. Um, they're clearly not a band anymore. No. It was shonky as you like. Um, he was playing to a sea of weepy dads. <laughs> uh, they went over brilliantly, I should point out. They went, they went over incredibly well. But uh, uh, there was a bunch of, uh, of weepy dads getting into it. And um, I would say 30% of the audience looked like Julian Assange these <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> a further 30% looked a bit like Jeremy Corbyn. Okay. Um, and the remaining 30% looked like a sea of baked beans bobbing up and down. Yeah. yeah and so. uh, there were three women there. Those are the three looks available to the older gentleman. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. And there were three women okay, in, in ladies, attendance. Ladies' night. Uh, it was ladies' night. Uh, I took two. Yeah. Um, I need to show off. Yeah, it sounded a bit like Nelly there for a second. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it was a thoroughly enjoyable evening. Uh, we started off, though, tightly packed in, uh, trying to sing along with all these great hits. And unfortunately, it became so enjoyable to just moo along. <laughs> I have no idea what the words are. It definitely goes like that. Moo! It goes. By the end of it, there was a 30-yard radius cleared around us. I felt really sorry for it. I'd like to apologise to any of the other older gentlemen who were there. Uh, we were having a great time. I hope you were having a great time too. I hope we didn't spoil it with our uh, with our uh, mooing along. The, uh, the bloke from Buffalo Tom, some shonky material though. A lot of chat. Did yeah. uh, a lot of chat. Um, a lot of um, really not funny jokes about being a dad. Did loads of those. That seemed to go over well with the crowd. Um, he did some even worse ones about. Uh, the Madchester scene in the 1990s. That's not why people were there. No. <laughs> they didn't want that. He was there saying, Oh man, this takes me back to the, 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 the Madchester in uh, 1994. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Jesus Joneses and uh, uh, the Carters. <laughs> what are you on about, mate? I don't know. Then he did um, some slightly confused political material about Theresa May that he clearly got off Facebook in the afternoon <laughs> before going on. Nice try. I like, I, I like him even more now. Yeah, honestly, it went on for hours. Um, <laughs> thoroughly enjoyable show. A massive difference between uh, his work and the work of Kiss previously. The, in, in the world of front mannery. <laughs> I'm sure you can find some parallels, can't you? I don't, I don't no. know. Okay. It is... 
I don't know if you've listened to much uh, Paul Stanley, the singer from Kiss. I live work. Don't think I've ever even heard any Kiss, <laughs> which is going to make you think, "Why am I bothering?" That's what you're thinking right now. Why am I? Bothering? I'm not. I'm not. I I'm... want to have a big old chat about the Kiss, and then, it, and then my sidekick, former sidekick of the year, <laughs> has just told me he's never heard any. You must have heard some Kiss. What I know about the Kiss yep. is that they. Uh, heavily merchandised. They are heavily get, you merchandised. You can get everything yes. to do with kits, can't you? Uh, and uh, anything that uh, that's got a kiss lo- that you can put a kiss logo on. They've, they've stuck a kiss. They've logo. stuck a kiss logo it's on. Been kissed. Yeah, particularly yeah. if it's alliterative. Right. Uh, okay. And you can put a K at the start of it instead of a C. Okay. Kiss condoms. Okay. Available. Okay. You can get kiss coffins. Kiss coffins. Kiss coffee. Kiss coffee. Yeah. Pretty much anything. Right. Um, and the other thing you probably know, you must know Gene Simmons. I'm aware of that. He's got a very long tongue. He's got a very long tongue. He's he says things like, it's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and he, he uh, dribbles blood and breathes fire. And, and he's about 95. He's essentially Donald Trump <laughs> in a wig. Yeah. He's got in, some... in, in full kabuki makeup. <laughs> and he's not in the full kabuki makeup. He's got, he's kind of, he looks a bit like... Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> does, does with he, sort, of? sort of, <laughs> with but with like a this sort of strange bog brush pubie wig. <laughs> yeah, I was about to get to the hair. I yeah. don't know why I'm more aware of his off-stage look. You've probably seen him in the film Runaway, Runaway with Tom Selleck right. and some animated terrifying spiders from about '82. Possibly. That is our film club of the week, uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come back, let us know what you think about that. Yeah, we'll be discussing film, <laughs> the new feature film club. Oh, the, uh, the single best thing about uh, Kiss, though, I mean, apart from the, uh, the lasers going off left, right and centre, the, the, uh, the bulletproof sort of run of hits from about 75 to 79, all of which, all of which are played... You, as long you know, you've got three new ones to get through. The best thing about it is, I reckon, seventy-year-old lead singer Paul Stanley <laughs> tottering about. Is Gene Simmons not the singer? Uh, they both they both sing. Uh, they have, there's oh, don't make me do this, Tim. They t- <laughs> they have uh, two. They have different styles, uh, like Lennon and McCartney, uh, who I understand are a, a big influence on them. Uh, but uh, Paul sings the high ones. Because uh, he sings like that. It's a pipa! A pipa! Ah, ah, it's me loving you, baby! You and me loving me! Is that Kiss? That's Kiss, yeah, it's the disco one. Uh, and then Gene will pipe up at the end, and he just goes, Oh yeah! On all of them. And he sings ones like, God of Thunder! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. But Paul's the best one. It's, Nimbling about like there's some kind of weird Peter Pan. Uh, at one stage, he um, uh, he uh, he says to the crowd, "I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm going. I can come out there, people, <laughs> people. I can come and see. I'm gonna come and see you, all my beautiful fans." And, and they go, "Yes, yes. Well, we'd love to see you out here." And he's, he's sort of, this thing descends that he can 
fly across the crowd uh, on his on his thing. But he's like, but I'm only gonna come out there if you believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, what? Hold on. So, you gotta say we believe in you, Paul. <laughs> Everybody shouts it because it's the best thing that's ever happened. And uh, three times later, proper pantomime. Three times later, he eventually gets on this thing, swings overhead, <laughs> sings. Oh, God knows what song it is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, brilliant. But the testament to his incredible front mannery. I have never seen in all my years of going to rock shows, which is which number in the hundreds and thousands, never seen someone so adept at a, a, cha- a gear shift so hard as Paul Stanley pulled at the O2 Arena the other day. Uh, he, there, there, there he was. They played two songs, came out, explosions going off, full laser lights. You, there's a lot of bang for your buck. Kids are going crazy. Very mixed crowd um, from... Six-year-olds to 70-year-old roadie-looking types. Uh, kids enjoying it more than anything else. Uh, going absolutely crazy. A load of grown adults in makeup. They play two big hits, first of all. The hardest rock and roll band in the land! Kids! Everybody's going crazy. Paul stops it after two songs. Very sombre tone. As for him. People! <laughs> and uh, he... He leads the uh, O2 Arena in a minute silence uh, for the uh, victims of the, the recent tragedies in, in, in Manchester and, and London. And it's a well-observed minute silence, which is only broken uh, when Paul, uh, you know, we stand with you, UK. Everything has a big UK uh, Union flag goes up on everything. He's playing a Union flag guitar, standing there somberly for a minute, and then he stops it and he says, "All right." <laughs> oh man, that's not fair. <laughs> and then he says, uh, and he's very very somber. Then he stops it and he says, "All right, people, how many of you ladies like to get licked?" <laughs> Some screaming. And how many of you guys, how many of you guys out there like to do a little bit of licking? And then he sort of adds, and it's completely unnecessarily, you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) It's it's an incredible single entendre. Bosh, straight into the song. Lick it up! Lick it up! Oh, Oh, yeah! That's just perfect. It's a bit of a gear shift, but you know, it's testament. That, that is correct, isn't it? It's yeah. testament to the, his quality as a frontman. Yeah. That no one batted an eyelid at all. One person raised an eyebrow. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure about this? Absolutely not a problem at all. Ploughed straight on through. There was some uh, a little kid in uh, a, a couple of rows in front of us. He must have been about seven or eight years old, with his parents there, proper rock and roll parents. And they'd, they'd made him up. He'd got the, got the face paint on. From the first explosion to the last, um, he was up, standing up on the top of his seat, just punching the air all the way through. He just kept looking around at all these adults and wondering why their minds weren't being blown. He's like, <laughs> what is wrong with you all? Can you not see this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in the world? I, I absolutely loved it. Until uh, Big Gene Simmons... Uh, Got his bat wings out, flew to the, uh, the, the a, a raft at the top of the arena, and uh, started billowing smoke and fire and blood and gore dripping down as he did a song. Little kid, 
had to be taken down by his parents. So it was a little bit PG. PG-13, I think. Yeah, I guess there comes a time when you know, need to draw the line. Um, you know what? Go on. Probably the... Uh, you've never heard any kiss at all, Tim. Only your... Uh, well, I was... I was... I was made for loving you, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy Nights? Of Late course, period. I, of course, I, that's yeah, the one. Crazy that nights. was when they didn't wear makeup. Isn't that from the film Mannequin? I don't believe it was in the film Mannequin, is no. it? Is it? It's from a film, isn't it? it no, I think it's... A, no, I don't He's think so. crazy, crazy. That's the one, yeah, yeah. They didn't wear makeup for that, though, did they? I think the best album in for you... I'm thinking of Starship, sorry. Nothing's going to stop us now. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) I can play both of those for you, (laughs) (laughs) if you'd like. But I think the the actual in for you on uh, Kiss Records, a lot of people would probably say Kiss Alive. I don't know, maybe Rock and Roll Over. I think it's the album Let Me Get Something Off My Chest, a bootleg (laughs) of Paul Stanley stage raps. (laughs) Which... uh, Hold on a second. (laughs) I think I've got it. I think I've got it here for you, Tim. Uh, Let's. uh, Okay. I've got it here. Um, There are. It appears to be winningly sixty-nine tracks. Of course. Of course. course There are on the Paul Stanley album. Let me get something off my chest. (laughs) He notoriously has a very hairy chest, always on display. Um, I guess pick a number, Tim. You know. Somewhere, anything between 1 and 69, what do you fancy? It's going to have to be uh, number 68. Okay, number number 68 coming up for you, Tim. See, uh, see what, see what uh, Paul's got to tell us. All right, people, I want to tell you all something. I want you all to know something. What's that? You can look out into the audience tonight... Yeah. And you see a lot of young people. You see the future Kiss Army. Oh. You see parents bringing their children. True. You see the youngsters. You see the next generation. If you've got some young people here, young people, up in the air, let's take a good look at you. Essentially, wave there. your children in the air. Everywhere. Yeah. Kiss Army of the Future! Slightly, slightly intimidating, I want you all isn't it? Know something. What's that? We were there for your mothers and fathers. We were there for your brothers and sisters. We will be there for you! Yeah? Is he a politician? He should be. Honestly, what happens after that? You know, we all vote, surely. Vote Kiss. Vote Kiss, yeah. except that. They're sort of implying that they're going to live for like 400 years. Which, or for KISS fans, for 100,000 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want another one, Tim? Uh, yeah, go on. Another. Pick another one. I'll go for lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Okay, number seven. This takes a double gun. Oh. Go with you now. We haven't played this one but once on this whole tour. Tour? Yeah. Not a doer. Going out tonight for you. Thank you. This one comes off the first album. Oh. It's called She. <laughs> she. That one's not very good. That was rubbish. Yeah, we'll try it. I want to tell you all. I want to tell you, you've been a dynamite audience, and you deserve to give yourselves a round of applause. Let's go. Applause. Applause. Let's go! Oh, 
Thanks, thanks very much. You people are dynamite! Yep. And I know! I just know! <laughs> I know if we get this place any harder tonight! Oh, oh, it's hot enough already. Yeah, it's boiling hot. We should do this, Tim. <laughs> Wolfmania! Hello, good evening, and welcome! I'll do the deep bits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, Tim. This, this sounds important, this one. I'll tell you something, people. Yeah. There is a lot of bad stuff. There are evil people in the world nowadays. You turn on the news, turn on the television, bad news. Turn on the radio, bad news. Pick up your newspaper, there is bad news everywhere. Can't argue with that. There are evil people yep. who hate the United States of America for the freedom and the wonderful oh. life that we have here. Uh. We will not be afraid of those people. Uh, oh. <laughs> well. The United States of America is the greatest country on earth, and we will fight for it. Mm-hmm. Enjoying ourselves, the way to stop those evil people is to smile, is to enjoy your life, oh. is to let freedom ring and let them know there is no stopping America. This is the country that everybody else wants to be. <laughs> I think probably the way to stop Kiss uh, is the same way that you stop a Dalek. Uh, invasion if to stop the kiss army you just need a lot of really difficult stairs because you're not getting up those in those heels <laughs> at all cattle pull, grid, cattle pull grid. The cattle grid. <laughs> be, people i'm stuck <laughs> there are people evil farmers in this world who, who don't want kiss to play in this field <laughs> And they sort of tie themselves out, you just let them free and say, come on, back, back you go. These are grazing, grazing, grazing nights. Wolfmania is coming back after a 20 second break in the podcast. A quick cup of tea and a flapjack, open a hole in your pocket like a cash back. Hello there, listeners. Uh, thanks for uh, sticking with us after that long, lengthy opener. Uh, I'm saying long and lengthy because they both begin with L, and uh, we're about to open up 
our uh, encyclopedia of everything. Probably a little tatty these days. It's uh, been <laughs> open closed so many times. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, com- coming apart at the seams, as are we, I think, in this heat. Oh, you're telling me. At the moment, so we'll be opening up on the, the letter L. But I've just, uh, during the ad break, uh, I've just sent uh, Tim downstairs, which, which I should admit to this, listeners, in case you notice a sonic difference uh, in the next uh, minute or three, I sent Tim downstairs to get some icy cold L for lager uh, from uh, the uh, his local at the base of the Internet Space Station. Uh, for all the astronauts, all the uh, internet astronauts to uh, fill up on their snacks for the journey. And uh, he's, uh, he's come back with some uh, icy cold uh, Thank you. Uh, lager pop here. So there you go, Tim. I was in uh, uh, in the uh, internet space station earlier today, uh, of course, uh, and uh, I, I caught half of the greatest sentence I think I've, I've ever heard. Uh, they're a, a friendly, lovely bunch, mostly sort of young people with uh, with tattoos, uh, chirpy, very friendly. But they've got this uh, this boss uh, who, I don't know, he seems to have been on some big business course. He's about 20, 30 years older than the other ones. He's an Indian gentleman. And uh, he was uh, overseeing somebody putting the peppers out and the asparagus tips and uh, all the other uh, gentrified round here these days uh, vegetables. Peppers aren't that posh, are they? They weren't even posh peppers. <laughs> Not those Romano ones. No, no. He was down there crouching on the floor, putting all the stuff out, just shoveling, shoveling mushrooms out into the, into the thing, whilst his boss stood over him. And the only bit I caught of his sentence uh, was, uh, he said to him, You mustn't let him treat you like a mouse. You must be a wolf. Nice. What advice. What great yeah. advice. Yeah. Yeah. And how did the, uh, the his employee respond? He just kept putting the uh, kept putting the, uh, the the peppers out. Yeah, the, the packed peppers. I wonder if, like on this this roasting hot day, that advice has just kind of percolated around his brain all day. He's thought yeah. it's probably it's quite life changing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of life changing events, Tim. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went on a train. <laughs> That's not very life changing, is it? Depends where that train went. With my copy of Bradshaw's Guide <laughs> and my orange trousers, <laughs> I went on went on the sleeper train, Tim. Wow, has that got Louise Weiner driving it? <laughs> no, just an in betweener. <laughs> I don't know the name of any of the in betweeners. Uh, the one with the blonde hair. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't know the name of any other sleeper, sleeper songs. You probably do though. Uh, what do head. I do now? That's a good one. What do I do now? What do I do now? Am I going under? Is that yeah. uh, awful? Got sleepers drum kit. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good <laughs> bit of merch. Do they know about that? Yeah, we uh, we bought it off a uh, sleepers drummer in a pub. Okay. In the late nineties. Yeah. Who's got that now? Kitty Somerset, I think, is the proud owner of um, <laughs> uh, sleepers drum kit these really? days. Yeah. Why think so. Yeah. Think so. Certainly, it was left under her cupboard when I when I moved out, so it <laughs> might still be there. Um, uh, anyway, I went on a train. Okay, yes. Uh, uh, there's an obvious question for you to ask me at this stage. 
where, where that's did, right where where did this i was gonna and then we went off on a, <laughs> of course we did off on a silly, started talking about you seem to be enjoying your michael fordzello impression <laughs> did. too much might not be a bradshaws so i'll let you stretch your legs with that for a bit and then we'll come right. back to it so where sure, did you go i'm not sure track? i'm not sure i've got a bit for it <laughs> i have <laughs> <laughs> i went where any bradshaws carrying uh, traveler would want to go to Geneva. <laughs> Rotterdam. <laughs> Didn't go to either of those places. <laughs> to look at the windmills. Where I met, and then he meets like a, a lovely European lady. Yeah. Hello there, Michael. <laughs> Hello. You've Hello. Come to, you've come to show me how to make your local cheese on toast dish. I did say a good one the other day. <laughs> did you? It was in Rotterdam. Yeah, he was in Rotterdam. He was in Holland, and he, I've been in a crane before, of course. <laughs> and you're you're going to show me how to drop these crates into <laughs> onto the boats from the Jolly, crane. Jolly good fun. Yeah, they all hole in one. <laughs> Tim, I went to. Um... Where did you go on your train journey on the sleeper train? The ruin of Castle Urquhart in the highlands of northern Scotland dominates the shore of a lake shrouded by mystery. The murky waters have hidden a persistent and puzzling tale for 1,400 years. The lake is called Loch Ness. I mean, I guess I could have just told you it was Loch Ness. Yeah, well, it's nice of you to invite the ghost of Leonard Nimoy yeah. in to do the, do, do, do the dirty work for you. Exactly right. Leonard, tell us some more. It is said that here lives a monster that can make the surface of a lake boil with foam. Boil with foam. Boil with foam. <laughs> don't know why I think that's funny. <laughs> it isn't funny, it's is it? It's not the first thing that would spring to mind when I thought about <laughs> Loch Ness. It's boiling with foam. I just think that if we had a, a video version of the podcast here, we'd probably film it and I'd be in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be boiling with foam. <laughs> what is beneath the surface of the lock? We will be closer to knowing the answer. Closer for having discovered new evidence in search of the Loch Ness Monster. We're doing it now, are we? What? Okay. Uh, well, I think Leonard's probably told us enough for now. I mean, he's certainly set a scene. He's certainly set us up. Well, I mean, that's... I, I didn't write anything down on my trip to Loch Ness about what it was like. Thankfully, no need. No, because... Uh... I mean, not nothing. I didn't t- t- take no, no attention of anything. <laughs> I'm not going to try and pass this off entirely. It's just, Loch Ness oh, is remarkable back. in many ways. The it lake was. was created by a great movement of the Earth's crust. Facts. These are facts. It is open to the sea at both ends, through a series of lesser lakes, rivers, and in more recent times, large canals. I did not know that. Yeah. No yep. Loch Ness is wedged between mountains, only a mile wide, but 24 miles long. Massive. Its depth may exceed 900 feet in some places. It does. But no one to this day knows for sure how deep the lake is. (laughs) I'd contest that. People have made their lives by the lake for thousands of years. Is it? Yeah. Others have come for just one reason. 
to glimpse a monster. Boils with foam. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Some are more serious about getting a look at the creature than others. Oh, that's right. Sounds like it. Yeah. To glimpse a monster. Boiled with foam. To glimpse a monster. A Wolf Mania podcast. Yeah. Oh. That could be a 17 part investigation. Yeah. Except I did listen to some of the on the spot audio that I made. Yes. Um, It's a a little, uh, it's some thin soup in there. Yeah. Um, A little less bubbly than Leonard's effort. Yeah. There's uh, some, some beeping. Oh, yeah. uh, there's uh, some sonar noises. Uh, there's some underwhelming interviews <laughs> <laughs> with a, uh, a boat captain, um, and with a la- lady from the from the bar in the hotel. <laughs> okay. Uh, not not sure I uncovered that much there. Did do a bit of Nessie hunting though. Did uh, did have a, pr- a proper go to try and. Uh... So talk me through it. Talk me through, talk me through yeah. your trip. So you uh, the sleeper train. The sleeper train comes into where. Uh, Inverness. Inverness. Go uh, up in Inverness. And then from Inverness, uh, did you stay in Inverness or did you stay actually on the St- lock? Stayed on the lock. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, spent some time in Inverness uh, where I attempted to rent a bicycle to go to Loch Ness. <laughs> and the man said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, here we go. Generic Scottish accent. No, 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 <laughs> no, young man. You didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I assumed you were here for the football. <laughs> <laughs> That's all blue. <laughs> That's, That's some amazing. Sir uh, Billy Connolly. That's very good. I know. <laughs> it's well practiced, Sir Billy, these days. Yes, yeah, Sir Billy, Sir William. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, he features quite heavily in, a, in some of the gift shops there, sure where there's a, a window display that's big, just the got big the big yin. The big yin. There's just shops that just exclusively sell uh, whiskey, fudge. Yeah. Uh, Braveheart tat mm-hmm. and Nessie tat. Okay. I was l- partly there for the merch, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. Love a bit of merch. You did send me a photo of some of the merch. Yes. Shop a shop window. Yes. Whilst you were there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But uh, yeah, stayed on the banks of Loch Ness. Actually, stayed Tim at the Loch Ness Conference International Science Centre 2000. What much going on whilst you were there? <laughs> they did have an exhibition on. Yeah, yeah. And we did see not actually a professor, Professor Adrian Shine. Adrian Shine. Yes. Wow. He's got a big prof- professorial beard and he is very much considered the uh, go-to guy if Countryfile were up there. Okay. They'd be talking to Professor Adrian okay. Shine okay. who uh, oversaw the uh, exhibition at the Loch Ness International <laughs> Science Centre 2000. And it very much a point of controversy. Uh, we uh, we spoke. There are, there's not much in Loch Ness, except a massive ruddy loch, 24 miles long, uh, mile wide, one shard deep, and uh, it's, it's huge. It's uh, completely flat at the bottom. It's like a bathtub. Okay. Essentially, so you go out, it gets really deep, then you hit the other side okay. in about 24 miles time. Okay. Huge, it's which a is massive bath. Huge, great black murky bath. So finding anything down there is very difficult. Okay. For a number of reasons. Uh, one, it's dark, it's deep. Uh, we just don't have the equipment to do it. Two, there's nothing there. Well. You questionably. 
you say this. It's open to the sea at both ends. That is a fact that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's quite interesting because, uh, you know, right. all sorts could get in and out. Exactly. They could get in and out. And uh, depending on who you ask, it's a very, it is a, it's a can of worms up there, a can of giant deep, deep lock worms, let me tell you. There are two warring factions. The Loch Ness Drumnadrocket International Space Science Conference Centre 2000. Mm-hmm. And Nessie Land. Okay. They both have very different takes on uh, on, on what's going on in uh, in that lake. The science centre, oh, they, they walks in there and uh, you you walk in and uh, it asks you to be. Um, oh, I should probably t- I should get the quote right on this. I don't care. It says you should be scientist and skeptic, investigator and provocateur and childlike wanderer. Lana. <laughs> that was just for you. La ruler. <laughs> I don't know what that All is. All of the house ruler. Uh, you know what that is. Um, okay. And it asks you to do that. So it's, it's uh, a little bit sceptical and it, it investigates all the, uh, all the things that they've uh, tried to do to find, find things there. And at the end of it, sort of comes out saying, well, it's, it's probably nothing, but what a mystery. What a mystery. Um, whereas Nessie Land, loads of great ruddy great dinosaurs <laughs> splashing about. There's a plesiosaur uh, down there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's one little child came out of the, the uh, pretty dry uh, conference centre tour at the end of it and his, his dad said "Dad said to him, well uh, what do you think after seeing all that? What, what do you think it is? And he said, that was stupid. Everybody knows Nessie's just the dinosaurs, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, you're probably right. Oh, and, um, but they, they were pretty dry about it. And uh, don't seem to think much is there, and uh, so we went to see the uh, the uh, the nemesis of Professor Adrian Shine, uh, non-professor and noted uh, Nessie Hunter, the Nessie Hunter, if you will, uh, George Edwards, uh, who the deepest part of the lock, Edwards Deep, is named after because he found it whilst he was wow, out there okay. in his boat, the Nessie Hunter Two, yep, uh, out looking for Nessie, and uh, yeah, he took us out. In okay. his boat. Wow, just you and uh, Big Paws? Uh, me, Big Paws and uh, George. And let me tell you, fans of having an enormous meltdown uh, would uh, have enjoyed the 20-minute wait in the car park at the Drumna Drocket Hotel before old George turned up to pick us up. As I sat there and realised, this man, who is clearly quite mad and elderly, <laughs> is about to drive us off into the middle of the lake on his own. <laughs> Which one of us is going to keel over and die first? And then what happens? Um, and really pretty nervous as you go out there, right into the middle of the lock. They just turns the engine off. <laughs> right, okay. Okay. You just have a bit of a potter about. It's a bit like the uh, the end of the film Funny Games, where yeah, the, yeah, not very nice. So it, uh, it was a little bit Cape Fear. Yep. Uh, for a while there, turns out he's brilliant. Okay. Absolutely not a problem. He's pretty good at driving a boat. Yep. And even when he's not that interested in driving the boat. Yeah, I'm pretty good at driving a boat. It turns out. Yeah, he let you have a go on his. Uh... Yeah, let you have a let you have a go. Certainly had a uh, certainly had a big chat uh, about. Uh, not a big chat. Not a. No, You're <laughs> on holiday. No one needs a big chat. <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> not not a Wolf Mania TM big chat TM. Yeah. Um, we we had a bit of a chat about it, and um, it turns out he was, he was explaining to us that he did. I said, "Well, is there is there a monster?" And he went, "No." 
Monsters. Obviously, they've been there since 585. Everybody knows that. Got to be more than one. It's not going to live that long, is it? They're going to be breeding. Yeah. Loads of them down there. I've seen it. Saw them in 1986. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. It's a dirt. Also saw them in 2012, although that has subsequently proved to be a hoax. So he had so seen... A hoax perpetrated by who, George? Me. And the people from National Geographic TV. <laughs> <laughs> he took a took an old hull of a boat out there, dumped it in the middle of the lake, took a photo. <laughs> um, uh, but he said he was only doing it because uh, to to drum up a bit of trade for the area, because and people would come back. He hates the fact that Professor Adrian Shine is saying there's no Nessie there. People's livelihoods depend on this. Ridiculous. And anyway, it's definitely true. <laughs> Because of course it is. I mean, there's there's so little mystery in the world these days. Yeah. That exactly. What harm can it do? To exactly. To imagine that there's a you know. An ancient plesiosaur. Yeah. Family. Family of plesiosaurs. Breeding heavily. <laughs> Don't think about that so much. <laughs> Laying spawning in the uh, yeah. In the, in the in the lock. Oh, the wee know. beastie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, it was uh, it was very very interesting time uh, with, yeah, with George. I know, I know for you it was uh, it was the realization of a childhood dream as well to to go and visit Loch Ness. How would, how did you find it? Did it live up to your expectations? I wish you could have asked me that twenty five years ago, Tim. <laughs> I think you know the answer to does anything live up to my childhood expectations. <laughs> Wolfmania listeners, you can write in on a postcard and tell us whether you think it did. It was, it was a wonderful time. Um, I think I put a little bit too much store in the merch shop. thought, oh, I'm going to love rolling around in tap, then getting out there and giving it a bit of uh, sub, sub-Dukovny wanting to believe. <laughs> you know, I can't turn the, the childlike wonder on as much as I, uh, as much as I used to. Um, and the, the tap shop really only lasted for 12 minutes, and it was irritating after that. I can imagine. Did you throw a stone in the lock? I did a lot of uh, stone skimming, yeah. So you're responsible for the death of the, uh, <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. Look at it skip, big paws. <laughs> <laughs> 17. <laughs> Thud. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's a film. There's a film in that. Loch Ness 2, Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Loch Ness I did. I watched it as research before going up there. <laughs> the, there is one particularly wonderful thing. Uh, that is uh, cannot be explained away in the film Loch Ness, and that is Ted Danson's animated hair. <laughs> it's so fulsome at the front and very much at the back, parting at the back, and yet it's completely bald on top. And they've they've coloured it in in pen. Really? They've clearly coloured the back of his head in in pen. Yeah, start, it is it is alive. Start doing that in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a, truly a classic film. Yes, a classic yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, it's up there with the. Uh, the ones to watch before you die. Yeah, I'd, uh, hi- uh, I'd highly recommend a trip uh, to okay. uh, to Loch Ness, and I would highly recommend not doing it like we did and booking in for a week at the Loch Ness Science Centre 2000. <laughs> uh, there's not that much science there to see. Um, and what you really want is a little pub just on the base of the, the loch, uh, yes. sitting in, uh, in there, a bit like in the film Loch Ness with Ted Danson. You'll have another paint of tenants, will you? Yeah, exactly. Cut that <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I will. That's my Ted dancing. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Sounds more like a, 
And then, uh, oh, what's her name? Who, who's in the film? I don't know. It's not Josie Lawrence. It's, um, <laughs> what's her name? Jolie Richardson. Okay. Jolie Richardson says, uh, are you dancing? And he says, are you asking? We now have volumes of data on the Loch Ness Monsters. And none of the investigators involved disputes the probability that a creature lives in Loch Ness. And all of them agree that the intensive effort may soon turn up the monster of the lake. Well, I think we can all agree that uh, all the effort was definitely worthwhile. Indeed. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Hi there, listeners. Oh, God, that was Jersey Boy's voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Uh, hello, listeners. Thank you for coming back after, the, if you indeed you did. You're here. You're here now. Uh, thank you very much for that. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, our little trip up north uh, to, to Loch Ness. The first of... Uh, First of about 19 legends that we're going to cover in this week's episode. What other legends do we have to cover? Well, I was looking at my little list of these. Yep. And uh, the only legend that I think we uh, we actually know is the legend Luther Grosvenor. Begins with an L. Luther Grosvenor. Aerial Bender. The last oh. airbender. <laughs> That's what you want to say right now. <laughs> I can see it writ large all over your face. The legend Luther Grosvenor. Um, Luther of Eversham. Yes, quite a name, isn't it? It is. We were talking about him the other week in the K-Town podcast. We were. Uh, after we, uh, we, yeah, we picked up uh, one of his albums by the band Widowmaker. Oh, that's right. In Mr T's Rock Shop. Yes. And uh, uh, strangely... I was uh, talking uh, on the computer to Luther the other day, who has clearly had somehow got himself logged in. He's got himself a digital eagle, has, uh, has pointed him in the pointed him in the right direction uh, of uh, of Facebook Messenger, and he has been ploughing in hard with the uh, slightly nostalgic, slightly crazy, all brilliant um, some some messages. Also, he's been posting online, unfortunately, all his passwords, because uh, I think he's been typing them in the wrong box. Oh, dear. Uh, which the world doesn't need to know, but we don't have that many listeners. But let me tell you, I think it's... <laughs> Certainly he sent a lot of messages uh, to me the other day that just said... Maybe he was watching the uh, the under twenties World Cup maybe, final. Maybe he was. Just uh, don't know. It's uh, very Luther. Luther is an absolute legend. The joy of Luther is that he knows he's an absolute legend. I went into the band, and, and I will say something for myself that that um, I actually think that I picked him up. I gave him a shot in the arm. Uh, not literally. And if you don't know that, I could probably uh, fill you in. Not as well as he could. They offered me the job with uh, Mott Hooper. Would I like I to that. join the band? Yeah, certainly and, have. And what can I say? You know, it's a job that I couldn't refuse. You know, to be honest, because I didn't have anything else to do. I'd like to introduce you to Ariel Bender! I joined in about 73, uh, played on the album The Hoople. Absolute genius. Stepped up... Um, 
the perfect foil for, for Ian Hunter. Flamboyant showman, massive hat, ripping lead guitar solos. Unbelievable. We had a routine going where, you know, he wanted to be me and he wanted the middle of the stage and all that. And he was pushing the show and started getting a little show busy, you know. But it was fun. Paul Stanley, who we heard from earlier, yeah, they were supporting them. Wow. Queen, yeah, he supported them. Blimey. Aerosmith, yeah, supported them. Crikey. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a few tales to tell, as old Luther. Um, after leaving, uh, what, he'd already been in Spooky Tooth. We heard from them earlier on uh, in the series when with Judas Priest's uh, cover of their classic Better By You, Better Than Me. That's, uh, that's one of his. OK. Yeah, he did that for a bit. He uh, played the uh, guitar solo on Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street. Now, this is where I can, I can offer a little something in that that was number one the year I was born, yeah. the, the, the day I was born, the month huh? I was born. I know what most people are thinking. That's a hell of a solo. Oh, I think they're thinking... It's got a guitar solo in it. They just know. Yeah, that wasn't him. That was saxophone, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. That's yeah, that's him. Steeler's Wheel. He was in. Stuck in the middle with you. Really? From the the Reservoir Dog soundtrack. Yeah, that was him. And of course, Luther being Luther, all of these things that he was on didn't take any royalties for those, did he? Just took a day wage for it because he needed the cash. He's fairly sanguine about it these days because um, he's still got a pile of gold records uh, uh, for them all. I've always loved this expression, serious fun. Because it is serious. You've got to rehearse, you've got to travel, you've got to play, you've got to perform. But you've got to have the fun. If you take the fun away, I don't want to know. Um, then uh, uh, he was tapped up to be uh, in the Rolling Stones after Brian Jones died. Wow. Uh, but his uh, his agent at Ireland said, that's not a great idea, mate. You don't want to do that. He went, oh, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, formed his own band, Widowmaker, instead. Later, um, spent a couple of weeks in Motorhead. OK. Uh, he was just uh, trialling as a guitarist in Motorhead uh, until Lemmy kicked him out uh, for because there's no way he could be in a van with him all the time because he's too crazy. Yeah, I loved touring with him. He... He had a ball. He was never down. He was never difficult. And then after the show, it was like, you know, you you had this maniac. Wild. Wild on stage. Wild in hotels. He was a bit of an animal between the sheets, I believe. Uh, I think he was married at the time. Oh, he was a bit of an animal. So his wife tells me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, said, uh, said Lemmy. And um, just an unbelievable host of rock stories and then uh, in the early 80s he decided ah, I'm going to be a painter and decorator instead so he went and did that instead fine it's a fine vocation absolutely fine um, and uh, yeah absolute genius the legend Luther Grosvenor um, I think I pretty much got that story down down pat from his version <laughs> we, we found him in a, in a pub in, uh, in Streatham the, uh, the unpopular stadium rock band the Winter Olympics uh, used to uh, practice and record underneath uh, the metal pub uh, in Streatham, it's not there now. I think it's like a carpet showroom or something. Uh, not the uh, not the most gentrified uh, of places. Uh, downstairs with the barrels was our, our recording studio. Uh, upstairs there was a little venue where the thrash the eighties thrash metal giants Virus 
uh, had kept their gear. Okay. Uh, don't know if you're a fan of. Uh, no. No, me neither. But um, I pretended to when, uh, upon chatting with their lead singer, Coke, uh, who is six foot five, um, Aikido instructor, stroke thrash metal badass. Okay. Um, nice guy. Yeah. Uh, terrible, terrible song. Um, but uh, yeah, downstairs we 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 would rehearse. Uh, on uh, the pub floor itself, we used to have about six people in. Um, six metalers sat at the bar, ignoring the t- the wonderful Thai food that was available. Cause they would only eat burgers because they're conservative with a small C. Um, not touching that fancy foreign stuff. Ooh, I don't like it. There was a, a quiz machine that they had in the corner of the pub, uh, which whilst we were in there one day, some people came in to say, uh, "Yeah, we're here to uh, just look over the." Uh, quiz machine to um to fix uh, to fix that up uh, unplugged it picked it up just stole the quiz machine <laughs> took it out we, we said to them are they supposed to be doing that <laughs> well, we haven't stopped them um so it was, it was a nice place and um you'd find luther propped up on on the corner of the bar this absolute legend of rock and roll and uh, we sat there i think the first day we saw him he made himself known to us explaining his lengthy career of, in, of incredible hits, and wondering whether we'd like to buy some uh, own brand Listerine, of which he had many different flavours of. Here, it's really good stuff, this here. It's really good stuff, this. Like, Why are you using that for? We're just drinking it, aren't we? Uh, just as a little, a little top-up. Uh, and uh, he was eating uh, a bunch of grapes, a huge punnet of grapes. Didn't bother to pick them off the uh, stems, just put it all in. Good for roughage here. <laughs> Eats it all, stalks and all. Never seen anything like it. Incredible. Well, that's yeah. uh, you know. Winter Olympics guitarist Michael Bennett. That's not good enough, is it? Michael Stringfellow. Matty Stringfellow. <laughs> Matty Stringfellow. Stringfellow in the Winter Olympics. Now, so taken. Malcolm Stringfellow. Malcolm Stringfellow. <laughs> so taken with the wonder of Luther. He also eats grapes like that now. Does he what he eats the eats, he eats the, the stalks, stalks as well? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's maybe the secret to eternal youth. That's why he looks so healthy and and fit. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, we learnt we learnt a lot from we we absolutely learnt a lot from our time with Luther, um, who after we became firm friends, mainly by um, occasionally just subbing him a fiver so he could um, uh, have a cider and uh, go and get some fags, uh, I would just pop down and help out. With uh, the recording of uh, of our records, we were recording, uh, I think, uh, the Winter Olympics uh, two and three okay. at the time, uh, which he really oversaw. He'd come down all the time uh, and help out, explaining by talking, uh, telling a load of great war stories, the very best ones, um, most of which are completely unrepeatable. Um, but I do know who the good guy in Aerosmith is. You'll be surprised, <laughs> uh, uh, Joe. It's not Joe. No. Everybody thinks it's Joe. It's not Joe. It's the singer Steven Tyler. Absolute sweetheart by all accounts. Really? Okay. Can't repeat the story about Joe. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Luther would come downstairs and he would uh, explain drunkenly uh, what we should be doing. Great ideas. He would enthuse about things. He, would, he just had a manic energy about him. Absolute rabid energy. Um, an incredible, incredible... Uh, chops uh, our producer Paul of Sand would always say that even you know when he'd really been going at it for, for a while really partying hard because he could not only could he play better than anybody else he could party better than most people 
um, that he'd, he could still stop you on a dime and explain, the, just move your song around so it's exactly perfect. Uh, he'd always say that it was, uh, it was like a boxer. The last thing to go is the punch. <laughs> and uh, he, he, would, uh, he would do all that sort of work. And eventually he'd just played all this stuff on the record because he was much better than us. Um, he plays an incredible solo. He's probably got an excuse to play the solo from uh, The Great Outdoors on here. Ripping lead, did two versions of it. Here, 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 Wolf. Um, uh, he thinks that's, uh, that's where I got the name from. Okay. Yeah. Um, here, Wolf. Here, Wolf. How was that? Um, I, I don't know, I'm rock setting one on the guitar, yeah. and he could kill it. He could absolutely peel paint <laughs> with a ripping solo from anywhere. Uh, so but, the great outdoors being one yeah. of my favourite. Is uh, it? Tunes. I think I've seen a couple of live performances of that that I think would go down as some of the most memorable pieces of live music I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> that's sweet and weird of you. <laughs> I've had a lot to drink. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit tired. <laughs> that's how it was made, yeah. and it was how it was made to be heard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware that he contributed so heavily. He very much did. If you go on YouTube, you can uh, see footage uh, of him uh, wreaking carnage. Uh, from, uh, from his guitar whilst we just look stunned and awed and uh, and not very fashionable how do you not look fashionable sorry to pick up, pick up on something that's not uh, integral to the story just the, yeah, the trousers look dated what, what, are you wearing a pair of boot cut, boot cut jeans or something? I think there are boot cut jeans in there Martin had a broken leg for a while so his shorts are forgivable okay. and he's the most fashionable one but yeah, yeah. everybody I, it was it was summer it was hot I think I wear a lot of work wear okay. not board stiff work wear but you know <laughs> 25% off bought on a bank holiday at a Sainsbury's style okay sub suits you okay, know okay. it's quite a lot of that school around. trousers yeah a lot of school trousers <laughs> yeah. just doesn't look good doesn't look good <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Luther very much uh, oversaw that, and uh, uh, so get, getting back in touch with him has been uh, an absolute joy. Now he is off the booze, he's off the fags, which uh, uh, is brilliant. He looks healthier than ever. He's uh, just turned seventy, I believe. Got a new band together. They sound unbelievable. Having just re- he retired for about three weeks, and then he started up again, uh, and uh, he's looking great, sounding great. It's, it's, it's great to hear from him just reminded me that I have that we do a comedy podcast he would be the ultimate guest we just set him up and, and watch him go, be brilliant Eve Shemaxon, here Wolf, here Wolf let me tell you <laughs> um, but it, we, we haven't got him here we, we, we can't get him here uh, I'm sorry to say but this is a comedy podcast and I don't think I've ever laughed harder than the time he decided that what our song Attention or Departments the smash hit that never was that uh, Art Rocker gave one out of five, I didn't share this one with the world at the time, <laughs> one out of five, why would people make music like this? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, that uh, unbo- no, Winter Olympics uh, fans probably don't know uh, was almost picked up for a LucasAid commercial. <laughs> yeah, I turned it down. Oh, Too punk rock. Take the GSK money. No, not a chance. I think it promotes, you know... Unlike me. Can't be promoting sugary drinks to, you know, the kids. That's not okay. No? That's what I said. But I think, didn't the Utah Saints do a Yucasade advert? So did Maiden, yeah. The Maiden. 
Yeah, we should have done it. Yeah. It's a Loaded wanted it for something. Did Turned they? it down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that, who did? That dates it somewhat. <laughs> I know. It was at the end of their yeah. tenure. Yeah, it turned wow, it down. Wow. Because, you know, we didn't want to promote that sort of thing. Then we made that filth video. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And he stuck it to them by saying, <laughs> <laughs> don't give us any money. Gonna make a really sexist video. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't give us any money for the sexist video. We've done that for free. <laughs> it's ages too. There's people in wheelchairs as well. This is a really bad idea. Yeah. Mm. It's funny, isn't it, how sometimes you get too close to your art. Can't you? You can't. I wasn't that close to it that day. I had my eyes closed all the way round, <laughs> thinking, oh, this is over. <laughs> This has cost me 500 quid and it's all over. <laughs> oh, why didn't I say this to LucasAid? Oh, LucasAid wasn't so bad, really, LucasAid was it? loaded, it would be like, you know, you know <laughs> white-collar crime. It's off, off in the distance somewhere. Oh, terrible idea. Anyway, yep. Luther decided what our uh, smash it single, uh, our dance punk anthem, attention all departments needed, uh, was a lively spoken word section uh, in the middle of it. And... Uh, I'm not sure the world has... Certainly, unless you've made it to the secret bonus track on the end of the album Profit and lost 14 minutes in at the end. You haven't. Nobody's mentioned it to me. Oh, you have. You're the guy. <laughs> I have. Audience of one. All right. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for everything you do. Yeah. Um, As I've said before, it's when you get into the sort of second hour, that's when, that's when the gold is. That's when the interesting stuff starts to happen. You thought something interesting was about to yeah, happen yeah, at the yeah. end. Yeah. No, or like... I might have just left it on. <laughs> and it scared me. That's what happens. You leave it on in the kitchen. Yeah. Then 14 minutes later, a bloke from Evesham pipes up with a bit of excitement. Well, I found the tapes. Really? Oh, yeah. Because that's not all there is. There is. I think it's the funniest thing. I could be wrong on this. Listeners, I don't know if this is just going to be boring for you. <laughs> Uh, well, this episode's already known as the unfun, the really unfunny one. <laughs> less funny, less funny than all of the other ones that you didn't think were funny. L for less funny. <laughs> less, <laughs> just less. Less, but more. Wolfmania light. <laughs> this is not it. This is <laughs> Wolfmania. Wolfmania long. <laughs> I've got to know if it's as funny as I think it is. It's only one way to find out. Yeah, it's, you do know how many takes there are, right? I need to go for a wee, so you stick it on. Just 49. <laughs> you pop off, I'll, uh, I'll get these on. See you in an hour, listeners. Oh, yeah. This is a bit like uh, one of those behind-the-music specials, Tim. It is, isn't it? Right I mean, to, uh... Take you behind the magic. They were motley long before the crew. More shocking than ACDC. And more toxic than poison. In the early 80s, madness and mayhem. In those days, if you didn't have 20 or 30 panties or bras hanging from your mic stand, you're like, what am I doing wrong? You know, maybe my hair's not big enough. When you start to insult and denigrate the community, the industry, the people that are there to help you, the record company, the distributor, and your fans, it can't last forever. Now, a VH1 exclusive. The highs, the lows, and the wild times of one of metal's most memorable acts. It felt like we were a meteor that just had a quick burn. The story behind the music.
bit of context. We're down beneath the pub. We've got a a, a throbbing electro disco rock and roll anthem. <laughs> Corporate affairs, postroom canteen, business develop, something chain. Directors PA, marketing <laughs> girls, IT guys, talking the world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's right. Tug in the world. I'm not sure what that bit is. I mean, he gets it, doesn't he? He really gets it. Well, it's about an office party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something changed. Tug in the world. Human resources, finance, legal, accounts receivable, system support, public relations, customer <laughs> service. It's quite lispy. Good, yeah, it's good. That one's yeah, I like yeah. that one. Yeah, and it's all attack. Yeah, it's, it's all attack. Um, I think he takes a, a slightly different tack on the uh, on the next one. <laughs> okay. Um, think about. I've only put eight of the forty-nine tracks up here. <laughs> Salesforce, human resources, finance, legal, accounts receivable. Yes. System support, public relations. Custom service. Pop that bit. It's not over though. Corporate affairs, postroom canteen, <laughs> business developing, supply the chain. Supply the chain. Directors, <laughs> PA, marketing girls, IT girls. Good to see you openly laughed at him. <laughs> no, it's just. <laughs> Whilst he was doing I've it, never had a better time. <laughs> never had a better time. Attention all, de- oh. Attention all departments, report to the dance floor. Oh yeah, some depth there, isn't there? Oh yeah, it's brilliant. Attention all departments, report to the dance floor. Oh yeah. Attention all departments, report to the dance floor. Attention, all departments. Report to the dance floor. <laughs> Attention, all departments. Report to the dance floor. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> nice to hear Malcolm Stringfellow there. <laughs> Salesforce. Human resources, financial, legal, accounts receivable... System support, public relations, customer service. Big pause. Cooperative affairs, postroom canteen, business developing, supply the chain, directors PA, marketing girls, IT guys. (laughs) Salesforce, human resources. Finance is legal, <laughs> accounts receivable, system support, public relations, customer service, cooperative affairs, post room canteen, business developing, supply chain, directors PA, marketing girls, ITA, girls, guys. It's the, it's the, 
really comes alive with the marketing girls. Corporate affairs, postroom canteen, business developing, supply chain, directors PA, marketing girls, IT guys, IT guys, IT guys, IT guys. There's going to be a party band. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. A party band. <laughs> yeah, I thought, thought that. Oh, okay, okay. Do you want me to do Okay, do you, do you want me to drop my voice down here? Attentional. Okay. <laughs> attention all departments. Attention all departments. Attention all departments. Report to the dance floor. Attention all departments. Attention all departments, attention all departments, report to the dance floor. <laughs> Luther Grosvenor, greatest living Englishman, greatest living English rock guitarist, absolute legend. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, like a living history there, that's interesting. Ru- uh, Ruther, Luther is a, a living history of rock, absolute I think you'd call him an English eccentric. You might call him a rogue. Uh, you ought to call him definitely a legend. L for legend. Absolutely right. And as we're here on BBC Four, on a Saturday night, taking things behind the music with a little bit of look. Just oh. had a, a meal for two from uh, Marks and Spencer's, one of the tenors. Oh, have you eaten both parts yourself? Uh, no, I haven't. No, I've given one to my... Uh, <laughs> imaginary girlfriend <laughs> I'm actually going to save it for tomorrow it's quite, quite economic quite an economic, economic way to die for the whole weekend yeah you fill the weekend with it <laughs> apart from the wine which you have all at once oh no that, oh. do you have the uh, the pudding uh, yeah yeah have a little little, little yeah, dabble on the pudding a little dabble on the pudding but probably I'd wait until Halfway through the Scandinavian noir that I was going to watch on BBC Four, when I realised it was really heavy going and uh, not that enjoyable. Well, that's what people are saying about Wolfmania the podcast, Tim. This is pretty heavy going and not that enjoyable. <laughs> so next up on BBC Four, Wolfmania Four, Lagerbeck. Viewers should uh, note there will be strong language and flashing images from the start. And it's in Swedish.
Kofenleg Anafrid, Godetint. Jag har lett som Magnus. Du kan inte gå det här. Du är en stor detektiv och jag är din vän. Jag är också din chef. Jag behör dig att vara med modig med en stor star inför hans rättslor. Ett par vägliga i stallet för att springa och komma i sig i förlätsken. Och också ett mycket attraktiva strandhus. Jag är en sådan person. Jag är ledsen, Magnus. Varför är det du har ledsen? Du och dig har tappat. Fuck Rasmus. Är allt okej? Okay? Du ser ut som om du har sett ett grisligt och laboratlig insensat mod. Det var inte. Vad är det? Hålla mig inte i spänning. Det är en cyberterrorist jag ser. Och en cyberterrorist i målade. Och buss full av barne. En förövsavslås buss full av barne? Ja, en förövsavslås buss full av barne. Rasmus, 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 vi måste göra någonting. Jag hela, jag hela, jag hela med men jag skulle inte veta var jag ska vara. Du kan börja med att gå på mycket drink och berätta vad som händer. Jag var. Fokus, Rasmus, fokus. Vad händer det? En mokparkingsplats. Det är en mycket mokparkingsplats. there listeners we're in the final stretch here that was a uh, interesting listener wasn't it the uh, the lagerbeck gripping episode. gripping stuff gripping stuff oh well, let's, uh, let's let's see what happens next week i'll be tuning in yeah absolutely if you loved lagerbeck please make sure that you don't email us in any way at all and if you hated it just drop us a text or drop us a line at wolfmaniapodcast at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you straight away just as we will be getting back to you next week for the halfway point in our incredible voyage halfway already it seems like we've only just begun tim whoa we're halfway there whoa we've reached the letter m that's right and we've got a very special guest coming into the studio to have a little chat with us next week and i have to tell you 
I feel a little excited about it. I feel a little bit vindicated. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think we don't know what we're doing. We ramble too much. We talk a lot of nonsense. But when that email came in... Oh, when he reached out to us... He very much reached out. I know that our craft is going to be very much on display next week as we talk about the letter M to the double M. And uh, we'll see you then. Until then, if you need some Wolfmania fix, get to www.wolfmania.org. There's uh, shirts, hats and embarrassing photos to be seen. Till then, thanks for being with us. I'm Andrew. I'm Tim. Thanks, guys. Here's some country grammar. Cheers, bye. Street sweeper baby cock ready to let it go. Shimmy shimmy cock a what? Listen to it pound. Light it up, take a puff, pass it to me now. Going down, down, baby, you're a street in a Range Rover. Street sweeper baby cock ready to go. Shimmy shimmy cock a what? Listen to the pound. Light it up and take a puff, pass it to me now. <laughs> you can find me in Truro ruling on dubs. On the dubs in the club, blowing up like cuckoo puffs. Sipping bud, getting perved. <laughs> Sipping bud, getting perved and getting dubbed. That's nugs, knee mugs and shoulder shrugs. Ah, but has accumulated enough scratch. Just enough, I can eat it with decorated on grass. On horse grass. <laughs> and scanty painted, fans painted while I'm entertaining. I hang with Hannibal Lecter, hot shit, feel me. <laughs> Sing it loud, I'm from the Lou and I'm proud. That's, that's, Louis, that's Louis Cromwell. Sing it loud, I go from Lou, L-O-O-E. <laughs> I'm proud. Run a mile through the cars and right through the bugs along. Play my styles roar and point to Mac like Todd Shaw. Thanks for coming. Go to the website, www.com.